Welcome to the Sports Marketing Machine Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Neiser. In the last episode, we talked about the importance of growing your email database during the off-season. In most cases, your game schedule is only a few months of the year, and that's the best time to grow your database, but having a plan to grow it with goals associated with it during the off-season is just as important, and it will help you sell tickets during the season. So if you haven't checked out that episode, check it out, episode number eight. But today, we're going to dive into growing your email database during the season with two unique ideas. Before we get to the ideas, you're not going to get everyone's email address during the season. Simply just not going to happen. But increasing the opportunity to collect them provides you a better chance to turn that single game buyer into a fan that comes to multiple games. Here's an example, and I'm going to throw some numbers at you. If you start the season with an email list of, say, 10,000, and of that list, 8,000 of which are single game buyers and the other 2,000 are mini plan and season ticket holders. So you've got 10,000, 8,000 are single game buyers, 2,000 mini plan season ticket holders. So of those 8,000 names, they are folks who attended a game last year. And then let's say, on the other hand, your average season in-park attendance is 80,000. I'm just pulling numbers out of a hat. So you have 80,000 fans that come through your turnstiles every single year. And of those 80,000, a percentage of which are season ticket holders and mini plan holders who attend multiple games. So for the sake of simplicity, let's just say... 80,000 fans who come through your turnstiles, through your gates, 16,000 of which are season ticket holders and mini plan holders who attended multiple games. So 80,000, you take away 16,000, you've got 64,000 unique fans who entered your ballpark during the year. From that list, let's just say, for example, you collected 3,000 email addresses. That's 4.68% collection rate of email addresses during the year. That is really low. You really want to live in that 10 to 15% email collection rate during the season. So if you had that 64,000 unique fans that entered your ballpark during the season, and maybe some of those are duplicates, but just for the sake of this conversation, 64,000 of those fans that entered the ballpark during the season, you want to get in between that 10 to 15% email collection range that should be between six and 8,000 email addresses. Now, let's go back to that original number that we said. We said that you had about 10,000 folks on your email list and 8,000 of which are single game buyers from last year or the years before, and they're all combined. If you collected an additional 8,000 during the season, you've doubled your email database by simply focusing on doing it during the games. So focus on trying to collect 10 to 15% of new fans' email addresses during the season. That's going to help you, right? Trying not to hand you a 10-pound bowling ball for you to remember all of this. The biggest thing, implement a process to collect additional email addresses during the season. Here's two ways for you to be able to grow your email database during the season. Idea number one, have an in-game giveaway. Here's an example. Let's say you bought a $50 Amazon gift card. 
and then during the game you want to give it away. Include QR codes on cups or inside of your game day program. Make numerous public address announcements about it. And collect these email addresses into some sort of form. A Google form is a great easy way to do it, but if there's a way to be able to set up a QR code and connect it to your email database, that would be fine too. But the easiest way to do it is have that QR code connect to a Google form and allow fans to fill it in themselves. You really want to make a big deal about this giveaway during the game. So if you're in baseball or hockey, have your MC... Um, make some announcements earlier in the game, and then during an inning break or a break in the action, make a big deal about it and draw attention to the giveaway. So, for example, for baseball, you could have your MC uh, on top of the dugout and do the giveaway and give the fans that $50 Amazon gift card, or maybe they do the giveaway right then and there on uh, on top of the dugout, something like that where you're drawing a lot of attention to the giveaway and make a big deal about it. So you're collecting a lot of email addresses, giving away a $50 Amazon gift card, and it's really helping you grow your email database. Idea number two, and this is really one you're going to have to put a little bit elbow grease in and ask some of the folks who are managing your website. Could you install a pop-up on your website? Sure, we've all seen these before on numerous different websites, but why do brands have these? They work. On average, website visitors convert less than 1% of the time. So if you had 100 visitors, only about one in every 100 visitors actually going to convert. Using a discounted pop-up on your website allows you to capture visitors and offer a unique discount. Here's an idea. You do 20% off your first order or 10% off your first game, something like that. That percentage could be off on merchandise or a game or what have you. Here's how you would set it up. Create your discount code inside of your ticketing software. Turn on the pop-up on your website, and when fans put in their information, it goes right into your email database, and there's an automation that would send them the discount code. They take that discount code, put it in the ticketing software, buy tickets, you've got their email, and you know that they've converted. So that's a win-win all the way around, and that's a great way for you to be able to get a few extra conversions on your website just by simply offering a pop-up discount. All right, three takeaways from today's podcast. In addition to adding emails through single game ticket purchases and group ticket purchases and merchandise, you should focus on growing your email list during games. That should be something you're very intentional about. Takeaway number two, come up with an in-game contest where fans have a chance to win something of value. Something like that $50 Amazon gift card is a great way for fans to give you their email address. Test different things to give away. You have no idea what would encourage or excite fans to want to give you their email address. You got to try different things. But I'd start with that Amazon gift card because, well, most people have Amazon and, well, they spend a lot of money there. So that would be a good idea. But you've got to get some sort of giveaways during the game to collect some email addresses and try to test those. And my third takeaway, come up with a goal to add email addresses to your database during the season. Monthly goals are marvelous if you're in baseball or hockey. So if you come into the season and your database is 10 grand, do you think you can add additional eight grand between single game buyer purchases, in-game giveaways, maybe a pop-up on your website? Sure, I think so. 
When you start the season at 10 and you finish at 18 in your email database, that is a win-win across the board for multiple reasons. Here's three reasons why that would also be great. You have 18,000 people in your email list. You could go through and actually see how many came out to multiple games. These are great lead lists for your inside sales team, for your ticketing sales team. These are great group sales calls, whatever it may be, but it's marvelous to be able to grow your email database during the season. If you need some help or you're not sure where to start, head on over to sportsmarketingmachine.com and schedule a call. I help sports teams of all sizes sell more tickets and grow their fan base. Until next time.